Hi, and welcome to Your Empowered Evolution, a podcast dedicated to women in midlife. I'm your host, Stephanie Mitchell, and my hope is to help change the narrative surrounding the transitions we experience in our 40s and 50s. Perimenopause and menopause don't have to be a total nuisance. Now, we might encounter some challenges from time to time, but we can also create our best lives by understanding the changes we're experiencing and putting a variety of practices into place. Let's choose to stay strong, be mindful, and live our most feisty life. You deserve it. Let's go, ladies. Welcome back to the show, Nidhi. I'm so excited that you're here. Um, So to our listeners, it is a great pleasure to welcome back Nidhi. She is going to talk with us today about something that we don't often associate with midlife, and that is the fact that our legs often hurt a little bit more and that our feet develop plantar fasciitis. I know I've had it in the last two years. It takes a really long time to recover from. And I've also had several friends that have developed plantar fasciitis over the last few years. So there were a lot of questions about this that came to us in recent weeks. So we wanted to be sure that we addressed it. Again, not something we often think about, but welcome back. I'm so excited you're here as always. It's a pleasure. So tell us what you think we need to know about. I'm going to just call it midlife feet. Well, actually, Stephanie, that's brilliant. We should, (laughs) we all should have a bumper sticker or something that says midlife um, feet. Um, Thanks for that wonderful introduction. Um, Yeah, I think, you know, I started seeing this in my friends and then I started, you know, asking patients in the office about this. And I realized that everyone that was over 40 seemed to have, you know, they had in the heel pain or, or, you know, um, or leg cramps. And so when I started, you know, researching it, all of a sudden I started realizing, oh goodness, the things that I do for exercise and fun are starting to kind of wear on my feet too. So I thought, let's, let me dive into this a little bit because I want to help my patients. And I also want to prevent any kind of damage to my feet. So there are a couple of things that um, happen. Um, Midlife feet, (laughs) I guess. uh, Yeah. With our midlife feet. It's amazing. So, okay. So the first thing that happens um, often is that there's plantar fasciitis. So most commonly, you know, women are used to running or they're used to going on long walks with their friends or hiking or even maybe biking. And they start feeling that they are having heel pain. And this heel pain can be really debilitating. In fact, it can be really sharp and achy. Um, They really can. And, you know, the problem is um, when, when you start having pain, on one part of your foot or, um, or on both, you know, and you walk differently, it throws off your body mechanics completely, right? Absolutely. absolutely. I know when and I got that, started, I just have mm-hmm. to say, when I started to get it, I would get up in the morning and I felt like I couldn't even stand on the foot that I had. I would like limp my way to the bathroom. And then like, after a little bit, I would be okay, but it was still like as if I was doing a monster walk throughout the house first thing in the morning. It was so painful. Yeah, it is. I mean, because you think about it, your entire body is is really depending on mm-hmm. your two feet, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so plantar fasciitis is basically that this fascia that you know goes from the heel um, of 
you know, that heel aspect all the way up to um, your toes. And so what ends up happening is that any type of exercise that puts a lot of strain on that, on your heel um, is going to make this worse. And, you know, I would say, you know, what happens is we kind of deal with it, right? We're like, it's our foot. It's fine. It's not broken. Da, da, da. You know, someone maybe takes an x-ray and they're like, it's, it's fine. But I always say, you know, if it still hurts and you're not getting the answers that you need or that are helpful, um, you kind of have to investigate a little further. So the first thing I'd say is I think it's really smart to see, um, you know, to see someone that's specialized in feet. So a podiatrist or a foot and ankle um, specialist, those are the people that really specialize in feet. Okay. Absolutely. I, I don't love feet. I feel like they're, I don't know. They're like little chicken nuggets. I don't know. They just don't seem, I don't know. Even my kids feet. Even they're babies so are weird. Okay, Let's just face it. They're weird. And they're stinky and yeah, stuff like that. Grody to the max. So, yeah. So I'm going to tell you, podiatrist, I, I really, I, I'm so thankful that you like looking at feet and not me. <laughs> so, so see someone that's a specialist that literally moves your um, small little metatarsals um, and little joints that we have in our feet all around and looks at the, your, your heel and has you walk. So really what we want them to do is doing a physical exam while you're using the parts that hurt. Okay. Absolutely. And a lot of times I know for myself, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but my doctor diagnosed me with an x-ray. He found a heel spur and you know, not only was it a physical exam, but it was also via x-ray. So just as an FYI, mm -hmm. you know, make sure you're asking for that stuff if you're in tremendous pain. Yeah. And I will tell you that was a late stage for you. Right. That's mm -hmm. why you're in so much pain. A heel spur probably developed because there was so much strain on that area. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of a late finding. And let's face it as women, you know, if it's not, if you're not bleeding out, um, we really don't. Uh, Why would we, we go to the doctor? <laughs> yeah. I mean, forget that. Um, so I, I think seeing someone that's going to be really helpful in this area is going to be key. Um, they're going to give you a bunch of exercises. Um, either a physical therapist would can be helpful or someone like Stephanie, who's a personal trainer. There are certain exercises that really help stretch this fascia out in order to decrease this inflammation and also, you know, start to prevent inner injury. So what ends up happening is let's say, you know, Stephanie hops out of bed and she's like limping along because her right heel hurts. What happens is she's compensating with her left and, you know, she's more, um, she's more kind of at risk to fall. Mm -hmm. And that's something we don't want. Right. So yeah. You know, I think, you know, getting this exercise and changing up what you normally do. So, you know, if you like, if you're a runner, I mean, this is brutal. If you get the, the, the endorphins um, by running, this can be really tough because we're telling you not to run because it puts a lot of strain on your heels. Nice. So, you know, I'm not sure how long it took you to recover, but most of the time it takes a couple of weeks at least. I will tell you it's. I got diagnosed in February of 2020. I'll make this super quick, but one of the reasons my, 
I developed plantar fasciitis. I was a runner at the time uh, and doing a lot of running. Um, and I had this crazy pain. And then what kept happening was I kept rolling my ankle. And so what would happen is my running changed as a result of my ankle being weak. So things were happening. Things were happening. I didn't address any of it. I just kept running like a ding dong on it. And then eventually I got diagnosed and it took me the better part of 2020 to fix this plantar fasciitis. And let me tell you, I did physical therapy, dry needling, cupping, electric stimulation, like at the physical, I mean, like four months of physical therapy, like it took forever. Um, and then I also wore a lot of recovery shoes. Like I never went barefoot. I had Hoka recovery shoes. I wore Hoka's around the house. I wore my Birkenstocks all the time. Like, and I still care for like very gingerly. I'm very ginger with my left foot right now to this day, because I don't want it to come back. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you really don't want to be stuck taking Motrin all the time and stuff oh. like that, but sometimes you really do need to, you got arrested, totally. um, which is hard because I'm not sure if, if anyone understands this really, especially women, but we need our two feet we in, really order, do. in order to actually to get anything done. So I would say, you know, seeing someone that's a specialist, um, getting, uh, specialized exercises, um, from a professional, especially that sees women and knows our ergonomics with our hips is great. Yes. And then the third thing is, you know what? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta sometimes bite the dust. And then what I mean by that is no one wants to have orthotics in their shoes. <laughs> no one does. It's like the reading glasses that we prolong. And I'm telling Here you, we go. <laughs> I have needed reading glasses for years. It's to the point where I my kids are telling me like, mom, you have to get reading glasses. Like I, they, I can't read anything. That's really small. So I'm like, oh, you know, fantastic. putting my, my head back. Um, in fact, uh, you know, one of the waiters actually said, you know, we have an extra pair of reading glasses. I was like, no, I don't need them. <laughs> so thanks. I would say orthotics are really lifesavers. Yes. They really give you that extra support, especially that art support that, you know, is really helpful for this foot pain and for this, you know, um, for a lot of, you know, issues with their feet, especially ankles as well. Now mm. I'll tell you 90% of people will do fine with the prefab ones, um, mm. that you can order or that you can pick up at a running store. Um, and there's lots of great brands and there's yes. even some, even ones that you can actually, you know, um, that you can kind of customize a little bit, um, and specialized shoe stores. So 90% of, you know, people do just fine. And I would get a pair for, you know, every shoe that you have. I have like three pairs of um, yeah. orthotics. So I've always feel like I'm switching them out. Um, <laughs> that's probably not so effective. Um, and then the thing is, if you're that 10%, that it's not just doing it, but you feel like there's, there is some improvement. You were the lucky 10% that probably should um, invest in personalized, um, orthotics. They can be really pricey. Um, the cost has gone down. It used to be that you have to go to, um, uh, orthopod, um, or foot specialist to actually get molds and do it your, and have them do it. Now there's kits that do it, but they're going to run you a couple of hundred bucks. And I got to say though, you know, it's going to be worth it because this is an investment in kind of the rest of your body. You remember our feet are the way we walk, the way we root ourselves mm -hmm. and the way we get things done. So 
it is worth it if you have to, um, you know, go beyond the prefab ones that are in the stores. Totally. So I think, you know, that's one thing. And there are two other things that I think we kind of don't know that happens too. So, you know, we tend to have hot and fasciitis if we're athletes or, or let's just say we run or, you know, we do. Or we're on our feet all day. Course. Like you're on your yeah. feet all day. I'm on my feet all day. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. Yeah. So the other thing is, you know, just as our skin on our face and, and, you know, in other parts of our bodies thin out, so do the, the fat pads on our, on the bottom of our feet and our soles. Okay. And so what ends up happening is they get thinned out. And so when that happens again, it's like, there's no cushion, right? Mm-hmm. So there's no cushion against your, 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 your bones of your feet and pavement. So it's, it's going to actually, it's going to hurt. And yeah. the, you know, your arch um, sometimes hurts. Sometimes it's your, um, you know, it, it can make the plantar fasciitis worse. So this is what I'd say, and you already touched upon it, um, you know, but this decrease of estrogen really, really is kind of a, it's certainly a challenge because yeah. what ends up happening is it also decreases that, um, that cushion in, in our, in our feet. And so, like you said, you stop going barefoot, walking around. Um, I hate to say it. My flip-flops had to go goodbye. Mm-hmm. I went for a walk at the beach um, and used my flip-flops because, you know, that's what you do, right? They're right. easy things to pack in your bag. I couldn't walk the next day because my legs hurt so badly. Um, so no flip-flops um, that, you know, Exactly, um, you know, working the, wearing the Birkenstocks or um, the other uh, shoes, but make sure you have a heel on them. Um, I guess a strap of some sort um, that would be really helpful. So it's not putting any more stress on the heel as you lift up your heel to walk. So you know, now in my house, I have what I call my house shoes. They're not really house slippers, but they're house shoes totally. that I have to wear because if I don't, the bottom of my feet hurt. Yes. It hurt really badly and I don't like it. So um, I would say, you know, invest in some really cool shoes or slippers that you can wear around in the house. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting to think about this, but it's hard to find summer shoes that have orthotics built in. So we can buy these orthotics and slip them into our winter shoes and our boots and, and our right. sneakers. But um, guess what? Sandals, you can't, or flip-flops, you can't, because what happens is the orthotics just slip it through the back. Right. So there are a lot of stores that um, sell sandals that have more art support, and there's a lot um, online as well. Um, I'm sure you we can you can put in your notes um, a couple of vendors. Stephanie Absolutely, are really great. Yes. Um, so you guys can refer to the notes on that. And I guess the last thing I I I'd, I'd also say is that um, this is not something that we think about. We may think about this when we're pregnant, but we don't really think about this later on in life. So if you ever have been pregnant. Um, you ha- can experience like swelling of your legs and ache in your kind of your calf muscles and stuff like that. And I think, you know, what I tell patients is as we get older, you know, the blood flow changes a little bit and 
we don't recognize how much we're on our feet. I mean, yes, we are chauffeuring around a lot. Yes, we may be cooking dinner. We're not sitting down, we're cooking dinner, we're standing up, right? We are um, watching um, our kids or our friends' kids um, at sporting events. You know, we're still very active. So that means we're on our feet a lot. And a lot of jobs, you're on your feet, especially during COVID. Many people bought even um, standing desks. You're on your feet a lot. So, you know, this all kind of goes, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, at work, I'm not, you know, I'm standing all the time. And so the best thing you can do is, again, again, you, you don't, you don't want to feel like a grandmama, but um, <laughs> this is one of these things that you might have to also do is compression leggings. Yes. You know, they, they, you know, they have the coolest ones now that you can get and, and um you know, Stephanie can put in your, in your notes, but like you can get hearts, you can get something funky or you can get just plain black. So like, if you have to wear a black sock, why don't you have um, the compression stockings that, you know, go up to your knees? I'm going to tell you, yeah, you're, you're by the end of the day, when you slip into bed, your legs will feel so much happier if you have this extra um, help with your circulation. Oh, I love Um, it. Yeah. And they're simple. These are all simple things that we can do, right? And the last thing that I really feel strongly about, regardless if you're having foot pain or not, there's probably some pain in your body that you're having oh, <laughs> when yeah. you're over 40. And again, that's not be not that's not because we're not feisty and fabulous. <laughs> it's just because we have a lot of responsibilities and we're, you know our estrogen is decreasing a little bit. Then we're going through some some hormonal changes. So what I'm going to tell you is it's always my first recommendation because everybody, every woman should take 20 minutes. It doesn't, it sounds like a lot of time. And if you can do it a couple of times a week, I'd be so happy, but take a warm bath Mm. um, and put Epsom salt. Epsom salt just is so dense with magnesium, it is the perfect way to honestly release any kind of tension in your muscles. It's better than taking Motrin. Um, and oh. we don't get a lot of, yeah, it really is. It's, I mean, if you have a flu and you have body aches, or even after you got your vaccine, if you have body aches, you know, sitting in, you know, a mag, you know, Epsom salt um, bath and not for like hours, 20 right. minutes show it proves to be a, a huge benefit. Um, we don't get magnesium as much in our diet because it's really, you know, magnesium is really rich in our soil. And so as, you know, farming changes, we just don't get enough. And with an Epsom salt bath that can help with sleep um, and it can help with a lot of other sore muscles. The whole idea is let's not be in pain. Just because you're getting older doesn't mean that we have to have you know, intermittent chronic pain or <laughs> any pain in general, um, because we still want to be active. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is all a part of our changing the narrative of midlife is understanding what our body is going through, recognizing things and doing things about it versus just ignoring it. So this is all part of the part of the beat, you know, just what we got to do. And truthfully, let's just, I mean, we give and give and give whether it's your children or your, your aging parents or any family member or friend, but can you carve out 20 minutes, yes. um, two or three times a week? I don't care if it's nighttime, daytime, whatever it is, 
even if you have to do work in the tub, can you carve out, <laughs> you know, that 20 minutes? And I've done it. I, I'm not going to lie. I've had to do some article reading and I will totally, it's not, I wish I could read, you know, romance novels in the tub or, you know, some kind of like, you know, fluffy magazine that would probably be the best way to relax, but I don't. I am like, right. okay, what's the latest um, on, you know, so it's such and such. So right. um, even if you have to work, put your body, submerge it in, and honestly take that moment for yourself because again, you're like these two feet of yours. You root yourself and probably all everybody around you, you root them. And yeah. so you have to, you have to stay rooted for, for your tribe here. Oh, so right. yeah, if there's any other questions, uh, please let us know. And Stephanie will pass on some information that may be really helpful for you. Absolutely. And I'm so glad we were together again today. I will look forward to the next time we get to do this. And um, what I'm really excited to share is that Nidhi will be with us with my strong, mindful, feisty female program that's going to start next month. We're starting uh, late March. It's very exciting. And she is my first speaker um, during this program. So lots of good stuff to come. She talks about hormones. And um, so we just, we can't get enough of you. We're so grateful for you. Thank you for being here. We're just so delighted that you're a part of this program. Um, We will look forward to seeing you next month. Well, thanks. And I have to say you, you guys, you put together a great program and I know a lot of uh, people, a lot of strong minded feisty females are really, are really benefiting from this because let's face it, let's, we're not rolling over our grave here. We want to be, we want to know what's going on with our body. That's so. it. We want to keep picking some ass. There we go. There we All go. All right. We'll see you next month. Thank you so much again. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Your Empowered Evolution. It's always a pleasure to be with you. If you ever want to reach out to me, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Stephanie Mitchell Fitness or connect with me via LinkedIn at Stephanie Mitchell. My email address is Stephanie at StephanieMitchellFitness.com and you can check out my offerings and services at StephanieMitchellFitness.com. I hope you have a great week. I look forward to catching up with you next time. Take care and have a great day. And remember to stay strong, be mindful and get feisty.